Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello, everybody. We are learning Masachet Beitza, and we are on Daf Zayin. Uh, towards the end of Daf Vav Amud Bet, we get this uh, rather enigmatic statement uh, from Rav Huna in the name of Rav. Amar Rav Huna Amar Rav Beitza Im Yetziatan Nigmara. Uh, which means uh, something like, when the egg leaves the hen, uh, then its creation is complete. Uh, so the Gemara goes on at length, uh, trying to figure out exactly what this means, and uh, it decides that what Rava means is, when an egg leaves the hen, its creation is complete such that that egg can uh, hatch and produce a chick. But if the egg is not laid by the hen, but is taken directly from inside of the mother, if the hen was slaughtered, for example, and the egg was taken out, uh, then uh, the creation of that egg is not complete and it cannot produce a chick. Okay, uh, so, uh, so the Gemara then asks, Lamai nafkamir, right? So what's, uh, what's the point here? What, what exactly is, uh, is this... Uh, statement of Rava relevant to, uh, and to which the answer that the Gemara gives is lemikach umimkad, right? Uh, it's relevant for buying and selling. So the Gemara on Daf Zayin Amud Aleph brings uh, starts bringing these cases. Uh, so the case it brings is, for example. Uh, if someone asks for eggs from a live hen uh, and is sold eggs taken from inside a slaughtered hen, that's what we call a mikach ta'ut, uh, a mistaken purchase. And uh, according to Rav Ami, uh, Rabbi Ami here, uh, it's a mistaken purchase and uh, you can uh, it can be returned. So if the guy asked for lo- eggs from a live hen, he sold eggs from a slaughtered hen, he can be returned. That we that uh, statement uh, of Rabbi Ami is learned from this principle of Rava about uh, about the nature of eggs. So okay, that's that's somewhat fascinating. But uh, the Gemara finds that obvious. It says pshita. It says that's obvious. I mean, uh, what what are we talking about here? You ask for one thing, you're sold another thing. Of course, it's a it's a mikachtut. Of course, it's a mistaken purchase. What's the point here? So the Gemara says no. It's actually, it's actually. Uh, um, there's a novelty here. And the case is where the guy wanted to eat the eggs, and the eggs laid by a hen are bigger and better for eating than eggs uh, taken from uh, inside the slaughtered hen. So the Gemara doesn't really think that uh, that responds to the obvious nature of Rabbi Ami's statement. So it says no. If that was the case then he would just have to refund the difference between the two type of eggs. In other words, if you want to say the guy wanted to eat the eggs, and he wanted the bigger ones, which are laid by a hen, and they're bigger and better for eating, and he was sold the ones taken from inside a slaughtered hen, which are less good for eating, if that was the case, then Rabbi Ami would just rule that the person has to uh, 
uh, refund the difference, right? The seller has to refund him the difference between the two types of eggs. But that's not what Rabbi Ami rules. Rabbi Ami rules that the eggs can be returned for a full refund. Uh, and so the Gemara says that must be because the guy didn't want to eat the eggs. He wanted the eggs for breeding chickens. And the eggs taken from inside the slaughtered hen are in fact not just less good uh, for that purpose, like they're less good for eating. Uh, if you want to breed chickens, the eggs taken from inside the slaughtered hen are actually useless for that purpose. How do we know that? Ah, that's what Rava said, that such eggs uh, don't actually hatch if they're taken from inside uh, a slaughtered hen. So the point of that whole thing is to support this interpretation of Rava's statement about the nature of eggs, right? What Rava said initially was not entirely clear, and the Gemara offers up this interpretation about the uh, the viability of the egg, uh, whether or not a, a chick will uh, hatch from that egg. And uh, then we bring this statement of Rabbi Ami, which uh, which seems to be based on the understanding of Rava's statement that, uh, that the Gemara proposes. That's the point, but it's interesting, and the reason that I think it's worth discussing uh, for a moment is uh, it gives us a little glimpse into an area of halakha uh, that uh, will be dealt with extensively in Seder Nezikim, uh, and that's the halakha of, uh, of buying and selling, which is a very fascinating topic. And we get a little glimpse of it here. And we can see that one of the important principles regarding buying and selling uh, is that uh, the seller is required to make or should make uh, some assumptions about the buyer's intention. Right? You have to assume uh, what the buyer's intentions are when, when they're purchasing something. So we have this, for example, in, uh, in contemporary life. If, uh, if you sell a house, for example, uh, depending on where exactly you live and what the local laws are, it, it's assumed that, uh, that some things are included in the price of the house without the buyer having to specify those things, that the buyer wants those things, that the buyer's intention is to pay for the house with those things being included, things like uh, like light fixtures or, or carpeting, uh, that, that uh, if you buy the house uh, and then you show up and there's no carpeting and no light fixtures, that that's mikach ta'ut, that that's a mistaken purchase and that the buyer has a right to complain and the seller's responsibility is to, uh, is to make that assumption uh, and a court's responsibility is to, or, or the court's, uh, court's decision-making process about, about who's in the right in that case depends on what it's reasonable to assume uh, about buying a house, right? So one of the uh, one of the ramifications of this principle, a very important one, is that poskim, those uh, rabbis who make decisions about Jewish law, have to be very knowledgeable about how ordinary people actually live uh, and conduct business, because they uh, have to decide um, the validity of a sale. Uh, when that sale is contested, uh, based on assumptions, based on what assumptions are reasonable for uh, buyers and sellers to have and what assumptions are not reasonable. And to do that, they have to know uh, how, how people actually live. They have to be in touch with how people actually behave and, and, and deal in business. Uh, and so it's interesting because uh, most people, uh, uh, you know, imagine that rabbis uh, to make uh, decisions about business law have to be knowledgeable in a lot of uh, theoretical uh, issues, which is true. Uh, but you may not think that rabbis have to be knowledgeable in the realm, uh, for example, in the realm of eggs and their various types and uses and the way in which people uh, discuss their purchase. Uh, but they do. 
And that's a part of what Rabbi Ami comes to teach us. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen v'amen. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.